This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, last night in the Aviva Stadium, the Netherlands beat the Republic of Ireland 2-1. On last Thursday night in Paris, France, probably the best team in the world, certainly a team that's been in the last two World Cup finals, winning the 2018 final and losing on penalties to Argentina last year, we lost 2-0. Netherlands, full of really top-class players, Virgil van Dijk, many of them, de Jong, who plays for Barcelona, and Ake, who plays for Manchester City, very, very good player. And we have a team largely made up of journeymen, and we gave the job to Stephen Kenny three years ago to coach this team, and he has had a very hard time. It's a pleasure now to welcome John Giles to the stand. John, quite apart from all his media work in RTE and for us, uh, and indeed for News Talk, is widely regarded as one of the finest brains there's been in soccer in these islands, not just in Ireland, but in Britain when he was a player, one of the great thinkers about the game, as well as being one of our greatest players and indeed one of the greatest players that ever played the game anywhere. And his love of the game is deep and people respect him for it. He's not a controversialist, which some of us have to be to get a living. <laughs> but he, he he thinks deeply and he's always worth listening to. John, thank you very much for joining us today. I know No bother, Eamon. No I know bother. you yeah. watched the two games that we've just experienced, as indeed you've watched the three years unfold of Stephen Kenny's tenure as coach of the Irish team. There are many people now, including the experts uh, on RTE, uh, calling for his head. And the media, of course, the print media also singing that song. The question I want to ask you is this. When Stephen took the job on, he followed Martin O'Neill and Trapattoni, and he decided he wasn't going to go down the route that Trapattoni and O'Neill went down, which was the long ball route, up and under, throw bodies at it, and you were going nowhere. Stephen decided we had to play the game, and he expressed this, had to play the game the way it's meant to be played, a passing game, movement, and with a premium on technical ability. 
Now, the question is, John, first of all, did he make the right choice three years ago in going down that road? Or did Martin O'Neill and Trapattoni make the right choice when they said, we don't have players good enough to play, we're going to go the long ball route? Well, it's 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 very contradictory, I mean, in terms of, you know, I think Trapattoni qualified for the major competition. He did, yeah. He? The Euros and, and I think Poland. Yeah. I think Martin O'Neill did as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it is a results game. And I know exactly how you're, you're coming, coming to. I, I, I didn't, I didn't like the way either of them, either of them played as, as, uh, managers. I, I would be in your school that you get the ball down and play. If you can do it, but you have to get results with it. Yeah. Now I think, Stephen, with the, and I think to be fair that the two managers you mentioned before actually had a better squad of players than the squad of players that's been available to Stephen since he took over. They were so good, those squads of players, that didn't have to pick Wes Hoolahan. Oh, at the time. Yeah, well, well, I mean, there was, uh, you could, they could actually leave Wes Hoolahan out. Yeah, but Eamon, that's, that's what the way they wanted to do it. And they did qualify for competitions. And what happened then I after... Like okay, I was, let me I was, I, ask you what happened. Yeah. They qualified for competitions. What happened next? They didn't qualify for competitions because they, they were in a dead end. I would argue. Well, you can only co- qualify for one competition at a time. I mean, that's yeah. what they said. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not. In, I wasn't in favour of everything those managers did. And Wes Hooligan, I was like yourself at the time. I wanted them in the team, but that was their choice. That's what they wanted to do. Now, in Stephen's case, I think Stephen has done a really, really good job with the players that's been available to him. Yes. I think he has. He's, I think I think he has lesser players. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be having to go these present day players than the two managers you mentioned before. Yes, and and younger I and, and I think younger players. John, he's put a lot yeah, of young players, in. young players in. Yes, yeah. No, they're the players that's available to him. I think he's been brave in what he's done, and I'd love to see him qualify for 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 a competition. I think they 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 they. they, they they try to play constructive football, and most of the time they do. But he doesn't have a lot of choice at the moment, Damon. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of choice at the moment. I mean, if 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 we, if we go back to the players that Martin O'Neill had available for him, and uh, uh, the Italian manager had a plan, yeah. and and he had them playing the way he he wanted the team to play, I think they would be more successful than yes. the managers we mentioned. Yes. But he doesn't have those players available to him. I mean, you know, he only yeah. has to make the most of what he, what he, what he's got. Uh, but if if you go back, I mean, if you go back to Jack Charlton's time, I mean, you and I were very weren't in favour Jack the way Jack Charlton yes. played the, played the game. But he had brilliant players at his disposal, and 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 he's been a hero. He was very very successful. Yes, and uh, in what he did, but Stephen he qualified for have. three. He qualified for three major tournaments, two World Cups. And the Euros in 1988. And the thing about Jack was, I mean, as you, as you just pointed out, John, what players he had to pick. They were so good that he could get rid of Liam. Yeah. In a very rough way, actually. But he did make that progress. But I mean, when you look at last night. We qualified for the first time, Eamon. We'd never qualified before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you know, yeah. because we were doing it on the telly at the time, and yeah. I was I was a pal of Jackson at uh, you know playing yeah. room for years and years, and I was very I I didn't like the way the Irish team played at all. Yeah, but the crowd liked it. They were able to go on their thousand I mean, to 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 major major cup finals, yeah. and that's what that's what they wanted. Uh, 
But I think if Stephen had the players that Jack had at his disposal, he certainly wouldn't be leaving Liam Brady out of a team. No. And he'd have the players to do it. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it, the fact is, I think he's done a good job with what he has yes. at his disposal. But yes. as you know, people get impatient uh, if, if you're not qualifying for major competitions. Uh, but I think a lot of the crowd are behind him. The, the place was packed uh, over the weekend. Yeah, it was packed. The, the it was 49,807 people at the match last night. They love the young lads. They love the idea of the young lads. They love, I think they have respect for Stephen for trying. They know what he inherited, which was very, very, very little. I, I, I mean, I sometimes laughed at the team, about the teams I played in and, you know, but we had much better players, John, than even around me and not me, not including me, around me. Back in the day, John, Jesus, the players we had. No, 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 Tony no, no, Dunn, no you, Noel Cantwell, Charlie Hurley, and, you know, I mean, amazing players. And, and now we're at rock bottom. And, and what, what I, put it to you is uh, it doesn't appear that there's any there'll be any way to save Stephen and maybe he shouldn't be saved uh, maybe but there should be we need people like Stephen in our football working with our players even if, if it was under 21 level or whatever level we can't afford to cast someone with his you know, he's found players like he's found that young lad Collins, who's a really good. He's playing for Brentford now. He got a move from Wolves. He lost a head a little bit when he got found. He's a really good player, John. He's a top class defender, in my opinion. Okay, this lad Adamida, the front player, I think he'll be a very, very good player. Oh, Benny, who's playing for Luton Town now. He's playing for Rotherham last year. I think he's a bit of a lad. Um, he has a, you know, his own opinions and that, but he, he's, he's, you know, he's in the team. Now, there are other players who aren't quite so good. That's, and that's, that's a problem. But he's blooded players, hasn't he? I think he's done a good job of what, what he has at his disposal, I mean, There's no doubt about that. Uh, and we don't have the players. We just don't have the players that we used to have over different, different periods. Uh, and he's, I think he has done a good job. Uh, it depends now whether the the the, the people above uh, um, have patience with him and continues to give him a contract in 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 the way that he's that he's playing, and maybe maybe uh, some other players will come to the fore. Yeah, let me you know re- remind you of the media and when you were a young man, well, not a young man, you were thirties, you were finishing up as a player in your early 30s, you weren't liked by the media here. And, you know, when you first took over the team as as player manager first, but then as coach, you got a rough ride, didn't you? Well, I didn't get a rough ride early on, Eamon. I think, uh, I think the, 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 the press are in a game totally different to football in many, many ways. And I was in the job for seven years, eight years, and... I think I'd finished playing at that stage and I wasn't uh, a, a media man, you know, like, as you know, you can play the game with the media and I didn't, I didn't, if I had my time all over again, I would have done it a little bit better. 
Because when I was asked what, by the by the media certain questions, uh, my, my attitude was with the players: I will never criticise you publicly. Yes. If I say one, I'll say it in the dressing room. But that was totally against what the press wanted. They wanted a story. Yeah. I didn't give them a story. I could. I should have given them a little bit more. <laughs> And I got I got a reputation in the, in, from I, the press. I remember telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't interested in it. Yeah, I know that. that I, time, know. I, mean. I know but that. But they, they said, I be, I, and it became, I was cautious. And as if I was cautious on the field, which was which was a load of rubbish. Yeah. But I was cautious with them because I did. I, I felt with the players, I said to the players, anything is said in the dressing room stays in the dressing room. If I wanted to say to you, I'll say it, I'll say it to you, but I'll never say it to you publicly. Yes. And of course, the press used to say to me quite rightly one time, well, John, you didn't do well. You, you didn't play well in the midfield today. Yeah. Sometimes they were right. And I'd say, well, no. Because I, I I didn't want to upset Liam Brady and Mick Martin because that was in the. That was I had the said yes. Yeah. You know, Mick, Mick and, and, and Liam could say, John, I thought we were supposed to get everything, keep everything to ourselves. Yeah. So I got the name being very, very cautious uh, with the team, with the way the team played. Yeah. You know? But, yes, but, I, uh, I, that was and, a and different thing altogether. Like <laughs> the press didn't like them because I wasn't giving them any stories. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way it was. If if I had if I knew what I knew now, I might have given them a couple of stories. Now this heat, I'm not so sure. <laughs> this heat that Stephen is feeling, and is, some of it is disgusting because it's it's personal uh, and there's a whiff of filth off it. Really, it really is that bad, John. You know. Well, I'd, I'd be totally against that, Eamon, no. as you know. I know I you. I think were. that's totally. So, I think it's totally wrong. I think. But you've, you've been you've been the subject of that, John, haven't you? And and you were a much tougher and more experienced man going into that job and coming home here than Stephen ever was. But the, it hurts, doesn't it? Of course, of course, it hurts. I mean, yeah. the, the, the 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 point about it, and I can only go on to my own individual time. Yes. I mean, like we we ne I never qualified. No, the, but it was much team. harder to qualify in those days. It has to be said, you had to win the group. Yeah, but before the, the, I played Sast as player manager, I was playing. I was playing for Leeds at the time. But I know for a fact. I think in thirty matches before I took over, we won five. Yeah, that's about the you same know, as Stevens. We, yeah. we were down. At, I mean, there must have been down enough because I was a player manager. They were desperate for a manager, but we 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 we, we did reasonably well. Yeah, but we didn't qualify. Yeah. You know, but we came very near to qualifying. Whereas previously, we never looked like qualifying at qualifying at all. But that was my that was my story with the press, and 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 they did turn on me in 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 as you know in very in personal ways. Yes, uh, yes, in, in, I know. In, so so I had I had to put up with that, and and uh, it, it it's not pleasant. Yeah. So I feel I, I feel great sympathy for Stephen. I don't I don't I don't see the papers in Ireland now. I'm but as you say, they haven't they haven't a go at them, and it, and it gets very personal. And that's totally wrong. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live, from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, let me ask you, when I didn't mention Evan Ferguson... I mean, to, to cap it all off, we, we find this wonderful teenager. He's 18 years of age. He's refused to go near the England setup, although they've tapped him up. And he said he's an Irishman. He's going to play for Ireland. He gets a hat trick for Brighton last week and he gets injured, uh, before Stephen can call him up. Then Seamus Coleman. Seamus, you know, Seamus is worth two players, especially when you're under the cosh, like we were in, in Paris and indeed, like we were at times last night. And Seamus has been injured really on and off for, I don't think he's been fit for a year or more. So uh, that kind of, you can be cursed with bad luck, can't you, John? Of course. Of course I mean, if people say luck evens itself out and all of that, it doesn't. No, no that doesn't. It doesn't happen. I mean, no. and like, Losing two players like that is awful because he doesn't have a big squad of players anyway. No. I think Stephen has been very unlucky to, to be in the job that he's in, Eamon. Uh, and I don't want to be too disrespectful to the players at his disposal, but they haven't been the best squad of players no. since, uh, for, for a long time. I mean, if you, if you go back to, 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 you know, Jack's time in particular, we had unbelievable players. Yeah. And playing in the Premiership, playing yeah. with winning teams, playing with Liverpool, playing yeah. with Manchester United, and that. Yeah. I mean, Stephen doesn't just doesn't have that, no. and he can only make the best with what he has. Yeah. And I think he's making the best with what he has uh, now. Now this raises a question. Also, like COVID, playing in empty stadiums. Now this is all hurled at Stephen and anyone who supports him. Ah, we've heard enough about COVID. Ah, we've heard enough about the injuries. Uh, but the injuries are real. And as far as the World Health Organization is concerned, COVID was real. And it's not funny playing in the Aviva in an empty stadium, is it, John? No. Uh, when no, you've got a, a, a lot of young lads in the team, um, and I'm just thinking, naming some of them, like Og Benny, who I think is, is, is a terrific, terrific young player. And, and 
Collins, who I think is a terrific young player. As I say, I thought he lost a head a bit there for a while, and Wolves let him go. But he's at Brentford now, and he won't be able to lose the head with that coach, who's a serious gent. Uh, there's a young fella called Knight. He's playing for Bristol City. Very, very good player, I think, as well. The question now is, Sean, how do we stay on this track? And what happens to Stephen? Well, the only thing they can do is is appreciate what he's done, Eamon. Yeah. And give him an extension to his contract. Right. Now, the public opinion come into this, Eamon. The public you know. opinion is behind him, John, I think. Well... There was 50,000 people that were, they were cheered off the pitch uh, after the game yeah. uh, to France, but they were brilliant. They played, mm. you know, it seemed to have been the World Cup final, and... They were, yeah. the, the crowd, it was a standing ovation for 50,000 people. Yeah. Well, the crowd will dictate, obviously, how the situation arises. If the crowd stay on his side, Eamon, and then you've got to get the papers on, on, on his side. Yeah. And it'll be public opinion if if and when it comes to that particular way. You know, yeah. But, but as you know, it, it, mostly it all, all depends on results, Eamon. You know, we talked about a couple of the managers that we didn't, we didn't like playing. I watched them, the team playing that, who got the results, and the, the papers were behind him and everything that goes with it. it. Stephen, I think, has been in a situation which has been, been one of the worst situations for any of the managers have taken over with the, the players that are at his, at, his, at his disposal. Yeah. Now, I think he's doing a good job with them, um, and there's nothing like winning matches, Eamon, as you know. To, for him to get to, to get an extension on the on the yeah. contract, but I do think, as as you say, if the pe- people are still coming to the matches, that's a big plus for them. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it means that they like watching the team, and that will whoever makes the decisions to extend his contract will be a plus for him in a big way. On a personal note, I'd love to see him have an extension to his contract. Right, I think he's done a good job. I think he's a good good fella. Yeah. He's a good character, and uh, I think he's made progress with the team, with the with the the players that he's had at his disposal. It's a very very difficult job. And the bad luck we reference is real. Would you agree? Which the the, the virus when, I, when you talk about bad luck, you know, no, I yeah. mean Ferguson getting injured. I mean you couldn't make it up. Seamus Coleman mm. out for a year uh, virtually, and mm. other players being injured. You know. Uh, he's well, he can't. He can't have. He can't afford to have his best players injured, Damon. No, no. He just can't. And as you know in football, you know, good players can be injured at any time. Same as bad players can be injured at any time. It's just. It's a look at the draw in that particular way. And hopefully, as you say, young Ferguson and Coleman and very, very, very good players. Unfortunately, that's the game. I mean, you can yep. do, and you can do nothing about that. It's just unfortunate. Now, there's three games to go in the group. The next game is on October the 13th. It's Greece at home. And the, the, a loss in Greece, he's taken unmerciful stick for, although on the night Greece uh, looked decent. And, you know, we didn't, we were, we're again injury hit. Uh, uh, Gibraltar away, which should be okay. Although the last time we were there, we played in a hurricane and we won 1-0. And then they have the Netherlands away on November the 18th, when the Netherlands will probably be tussling well, they won't even be tussling with France because France is six points clear of everybody. But the, the Netherlands will still have an interest. The question then is, where do we go? You can say 
we should, if we play as well as we played against France at home and in, at times last night, uh, we should beat Greece at home, perhaps, Gibraltar uh, away, and we, probably the Netherlands away is a tough proposition. The problem he has, John, is he's, he's all these, he, all the young players. I mean, Shane Duffy last night he was brilliant, John. He's got a heart of a lion. He's yeah, a terrific yeah. man, a terrific pro, and you couldn't say enough good things about him. He's so honest. You know, he's, he's at Norwich now. He got bombed out of Brighton because he couldn't he couldn't play with the ball at his feet in his own box. <laughs> oh dear. But they have good good lads. I mean, Egan's a very good lad. He's playing Sheffield United yeah. now, but he is a good player. And the midfield is a is a problem, isn't it, John Cullen? Man, it's it's always it's always a problem. And, and yeah. the, thing, the, the thing with Stephen now, for for him to keep his job, I mean, he has to beat the teams that we should be beating. Yes, I, I got gotcha. you. He has to do that. Yeah, that's usually it's important to make that point. Teams you should be beating, which yeah. don't include France and the Netherlands, correct? No, no. Well, they, well we don't. We don't. We just lost to. Yeah, I don't. They're the, they're the top team. I mean, France might be the best team, best team in the world. I think they're one of the best yeah. teams in the world. Yeah. And Holland have. If you look at the players that Holland have at their disposal, I mean, yeah. we, we're no, we're no, we're nowhere, nowhere near that. No. So I think if we if we do beat them or draw with those type of teams, that's that's a real bonus. Yeah. But I think when we get to some of the teams that you mentioned now, yeah, you have to do that. In Stevens' case. Right. He has to do that. Yeah, Greece, Gibraltar, obviously, and, and Greece come yeah. into that category. Yeah. And there are many yes. others who do. So yes. th- that's the bar for you, the, the yes. minimum, that you beat the teams you should be beaten. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the thing is that an awful lot of young players have come in to the squad who are, you know, promising, shall we say. Yeah. Some of them are... you. Mm. you you bet your house on Ferguson, obviously, is going to be a top, top player. And I think this young lad, Collins, the centre defender, is a very, very good player. He scored that great goal at Lansdowne, but he's a very good defender as well. He's a game lad as well. I like the goalkeeper. Yeah, Bazo- I, like, I like him, I mean, he, he had a bad time at Wolves. Wolves were having a bad time themselves, uh, and they got rid of him. But he's only a young fellow, as you say. And, yeah, uh, I think he, know, he, he lost he, he, the run of himself. He scored a great goal and the Aviva, and then I watched him in a few league matches afterwards playing for Wolves, and um, I think maybe that, you know, sometimes it had an effect on him, but he's gone to Brentford now, and this fella, this coach at Brentford, he, this Danish coach, doesn't stand for, uh, Thomas Frank no. is his name, he doesn't stand no. for any nonsense. No, he's young enough to come back, Eamon, you know, yes. he's young enough to come back now. And and get the good habits back into his into his yeah, game. exactly. But the, yeah. the bigger problem, to just put this to you, we don't seem to be producing young players in any numbers the way we used to. I mean, even after our time, I mean, say, when Liam, Frank Stapleton, David O'Leary, Wes Hoolan even, you know, Roy Keane. So there's something wrong with the game, with the structure of the game here that is preventing us. Now, Stephen Kenny has tapped into a vein of good players. We're doing really well at under 21 level, at underage level. And I think it's that getting those players through so they fulfill their promise. There's a job there. I'm not saying 
disagreeing with you. I think Stephen should be allowed to finish his contract. But there is a job there, and there are good people working there. But we've no FAI, John. To say the FAI should do something, but the chief executive lives in London. Do you ever get down that way, London? Do I? Yeah. No, <laughs> you might see him. You might ask him what's the story <laughs> with Stephen. But anyway. Yeah, schoolboys, Eamon, from our time, well, my time and before yes. you, you know, the clubs, the, 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 the clubs, the schoolboy clubs produced the, the, the players themselves. They did, you know, yeah. It, it, you know, it, I don't know, what, I don't know, nobody knows. I mean, are the kids not as interested as they were? Are they, are they, are they taken away from it? I don't know, I don't know. And well, it's easy to work out, John. They, they don't play on the streets anymore. You don't have the improvised games yeah, in that, yeah. streets and parks. Yeah. And kids have, they have their, their, their iPhones, they have their computer games. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, they yeah, can, they yeah. don't have to play real football. They can play imaginary football up in their bedroom. Yeah. And that's a so, but that's a phenomenon that's worldwide. Yeah. And other nations, yeah. other nations are producing players. Now, the thing is, other nations are producing players because they have academies. And they've recognized, they've done an analysis of the curses of modern times in terms of sports. This is why the kids aren't. And so you build a facility and you attract the kids and you tailor it to modern times. So you have an academy and it's different, but you still get the same vibe that we used to get playing on the street or in the local park. And I mean, you, you have told us many times how you were... You know, in Ormond Square, you were kicking a ball against the wall, and you actually were, weren't you? With your, oh, yeah, with your right there, foot yeah. and your left foot. I was doing the same, yeah. but it didn't work. The ball didn't come back from the wall, so they let me get away. But the thing is, the, these are social things that can be dealt with. There's an answer to them, but we're not finding the answers in Ireland. No. No, for, obviously from our time, I mean, I know I came from Square, as you know, which was which was a working class area. As a kid, there was nothing to keep you in the house. <laughs> That's right. There was no television in those That's days. Right. No, That's you have to. In other words, your man say, "Out you go and play," and yeah. all, the, all my pals were the same. And I was so the we same as well. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing. And, and you did the same. Yeah. Your man wanted you out. I, I, I see the grandkids now. That's not happening now with the kids. Eh? No. No. In a, in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But in the thing is, the, but say England are producing some good young players now. France no, have a play, they used to, Eamon. France have a wonderful place called Clairefontaine, which mm. there's a Clairefontaine, which is the most beautiful race course in the world, but this isn't. It's a, it's a training and coaching facility. You live there, and if you're showing promise as a young boy, 12, 13, younger even, that you go there and you're educated in football and you're educated in education. But this is the question. We are not having any conversation here about this. Where are we nurturing our talent? Where will we find our talent? No one's asked you, have they? No. No. John no. Giles celebrated as the most intelligent player of his generation and any other generation in England not asked, right? I don't think anyone's asked Liam. Liam was the head of the academy at Arsenal for years, produced players in, in uh, Eddie and Ketia, one of the 
new young players in the team now. Striker, uh, Liam was one of Liam's and many other of the be best young Arsenal players. No one's asked Liam, have they? So is anyone in Ireland do you know thinking about these questions? Never mind doing anything about them. Not that I know of. No, I'm not in touch. I'm not in touch with anybody that's that, that's doing whatever they are doing. In in um, they're doing nothing as far as I can see, except the likes of Stephen Kenny, who is thinking about the game, who has worked at the game at League of Ireland level, at underage level. He's working, but then he steps into this job, and because there is a lack. There's no production line producing enough talented young players. He's dead. And now he's getting slaughtered. And you never see the name of the people in the FAI who are responsible for providing the facilities that we badly need. Does that surprise you? It does. It is because I, I don't know what's going on uh, there, Eamon. But I would have thought that there should be uh, some sort of a, a, a youth football, school by football, um, I've, I've lost touch with it, um, yeah. I must say. But I, I, I would imagine that's the way it should be. If you were asked, would you contribute? I would do it in a, in a, in a small small way, I mean, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'd be honest, I'd be getting too old for it. Yeah. But I would make a contribution as best I could, but I wouldn't be able to get out there and do what I could do years ago. I, w I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, but you were never asked 10 years, say 10 years ago, were you ever asked... Right, that says it all. Okay, John, we're grateful to you for joining us as always, and thank you very much. I know you don't like talking about yourself, unlike some of us. <laughs> <laughs> we're very grateful to John Giles, one of our greatest players, well, and one of our greatest thinkers, and you've heard what he's got to say, and that is more or less what many of the professionals and many of the people in the game who are professionals, who admire John, not just as a player, but as a brain, would be saying as well. But they don't have the possibility of saying it because the lads who run the media show keep them away from microphones and never ask them questions. That's all we have time for today. We wish Stephen Kenny well. I'd like to endorse what John's just said. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.